This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. Live from the old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. A good karma brand's radio station. Now, back to more Black and Abdallah. Black and Abdallah, weeknight 6 day, right here on ESPN 1000. Hey, the Bears are back at work. If you want to join us, talk some football tonight, you can call us at 312-332-3776. So the Bears are back at practice today. Justin Fields did not participate in practice today. He's sick with an illness, um, but day-to-day per Matt Eberflus, so it sounds as if it's just a cold. Uh, he was there at the facility, so I think you can rule out any COVID speculation or anything uh, greater than just a cold. Uh, an illness at this point for Justin Fields. So Mm -hmm. day-to-day, we'll see uh, how the week progresses and whether or not he'll be available against the Eagles in week week 15 coming up on Sunday. Some other notable items, though, on the injury report today from Hallis Hall. Brisker and Gordon from the concussion protocol the last couple of weeks, both back in full participation today. That'll be fantastic. Nikhil Harry, back in full participation today. That's great. Kendall Vildor, ankle injury, full participation today. Here's the one thing that I'll uh, raise an eyebrow at. Wide receiver Chase Claypool, knee injury, did not practice today. Now, this is why it's interesting. I I think because most Bears fans say in the final four games, the number one thing that they want to see from this team in the final four weeks of the season is the connection between Fields and Claypool. Neither of them practiced today for different reasons. Fields being sick, Claypool with the knee. I... I hope Claypool is okay to play because that's absolutely something I want to see is the Mm -hmm. development of this combination, Fields and Claypool. Well, not only that, but remember, you and I were at the last game. Claypool left. Claypool got banged up real bad. And like we all thought that it was a serious knee issue, and then he came back, and it was like, okay, well, he must be fine. And what this means is that that knee issue didn't heal or properly heal or whatever over two weeks. Right, with the extra week. So maybe they're just holding him out of today because, you know, the weather's bad and all that kind of, and they don't want him to slip outside or I don't know whether they practice inside or outside. I think Iberflue said that they're going outside both days. Well, did you see what happened today? They started inside and then there was a fire in the Peyton Center, so they had to move outside. Okay. I thought that Iberflue said... Well, no, because uh, it was unexpected is, right. that they had okay. to move outside Okay, because Perfect. of a fire. So yeah. I wonder if he didn't practice. Well, is is everything they... in the facility okay? Are yep. they, are Everything's good. Right. I think it was just okay. like a furnace a or something. Well, I just yeah. want to make sure if there's a we fire up there. It. We would have heard about it. I don't, you never know. You got sources up there. Well, I, I, just, I just want to make sure everything's good up there at Hallis Hall. So I feel like that once they got outside, maybe because we don't get the report till afterwards, because it's obviously, it's been raining pretty much all day, that sure. like he didn't practice because they don't want him to slip and... Whatever. Like, I'll be more concerned if he's on the Thursday and Friday injury report and he doesn't play. Then it's an issue. Because at that point, then, not only do you not have Mooney, but you don't have Claypool. And you're going with Nikhil Harry, Equimini St. Brown. If if Claypool's not out there and Vilas Jones doesn't get shots at wide receiver, there's a problem. Like, he needs to be out there if, if Claypool's not going to be out there. Because your two best wide receivers aren't playing. Would you be surprised if he's not? I mean, to this point, Bayless Jones Jr. is a bust, and that's just what it is. I get that he's he's a rookie, and it takes time to develop sometimes for wide receivers. Yeah, but the college game is so much different than what it was twenty years ago. 
college wide receivers come into the league ready to play. This isn't the old give them a few redshirt years and make sure they figure it out. Guys are joining the league as rookies and making a difference around the National Football League. So when you say a guy in Bayless Jones who was older as a player coming out of Tennessee comes to the Bears and can contribute absolutely nothing to this point this season, that's a major problem for Ryan Poles. Okay. He had in 2021, he had 62 catches for 802, 807 yards, seven touchdowns, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. So he was fine. Yeah, he was in 2021. Good. But then why aren't they using him like that? Why are they only using him as, as a returner? Well, because clearly he can't run the routes, right? Like, isn't that what they're telling us? Like, I understand. He's not reliable. The, if they'd rather play EQ St. Brown and they'd rather play Dante Pettis, those are the players who've been getting the majority of snaps in those positions. Like, that, that, that to me says that you're playing two vets who know how to run the offense and who could block and, and do all the things in the run game as well, well where, where Jones just can't pick it up at this moment. I understand the learning curve, and some people were not happy when uh, Matt Eberflus said on Monday that Chase, Chase Claypool hadn't fully grasped the playbook yet. And, like, look at how it took Fields, what, how many games for them to finally, like, open it up and start doing everything that they wanted him? It took until after the Commanders game, until they had the full mini-buy, or the, the mini-buy, and had 10 days to like fully implement everything. The fact that Chase Claypool isn't getting everything yet is not a concern to me. The fact that Vilas Jones isn't getting everything, that's a concern to me. Because you've been here all offseason, you've had the entire time to work with everybody, and you're just not, not in the mix. Well, okay, so the Twitch chat tonight, you can watch the show on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Hello. Chicago. Uh, I see the comment that's in there saying that Bust is too strong to use right now. I still well, think Bust is too strong, how, too. How else would you describe... Valus Jones Jr. Disappointing. Because to me, you still have because he was he was what? When he has was he three drafted? Three receptions for 24 yards. When was he drafted? What round was he drafted third. in? Third. The third round. Okay. So in the third round, to me, even even if you were a first round pick, even if you're in a second round pick, like Kyler Gordon or whoever it is, like all these guys. Adam, you have he's I been targeted it. five times. I understand that. He has and three I'm, receptions I'm for 24 not, yards. Is he gonna be on the team next year? I don't know. He's going to be on the team next year. Wait, hold I on. Can't Run through the wide receivers. We assume they'll draft a wide receiver, draft right? Draft a guy. Okay, so that's one. Yep. You have Mooney, that's two. Yep. Claypool, that's three. Yep. I assume they'll want to keep St. Brown. He's mm. a good run game blocker. Ugh. What about Nikhil Harry? So that's five guys. Dante Pettis, that's six. Yeah. Jones would be your seventh guy. Well, you assuming need, they don't add someone else in free agency because need, they have Pringle this you need year, but people and I don't think that. I mean, uh, that, we're 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 moving on to seven and eight by the time look, you get to Jones. Equiminius is a free agent. I don't think he'll be here next year. But they like him. He was a part of Getsy's system in in Green Bay. I, okay. I can see them keeping him then around. Why only give him a one year? Then why only well, give him a one year deal? But like that's the caliber of wide receiver he is. I know. So why like, you could probably around. give him another one year deal and keep him around, and he, you got a guy that doesn't have to learn the offense. Yeah, that's fair. And the Kiel Harry is a. Uh, is a free agent. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2023 because okay, they redid the who's deal. Who's a better player there? If you said uh, Nikhil Harry or Vilas Jones Jr., I'd, oh, oof. you'd rather take Nikhil My Harry. My point is this: Harry's the better player. My point is this: My point is that he is a rookie in this league, albeit a 45-year-old rookie. He is a rookie in this league, and as a 52-year-old, I'm going to give him. <laughs> A cup, like a year to get this. Like if we're at this point next year, like we talked about last night, like where the Bears will be next year. If we are at this point, still talking about Velas Jones the way that we are, bust. 
but I'm going to give him more than a year. Wow, okay. Like, I'm giving him more than a year. Like, okay, so then every time someone has a bad year, they're a bust right out of college? No, that's not the case. Because Fields would have been a bust. That's not the case. He can't get on the field. He can't. He, I he hasn't been active. I understand that. I'm still going to give him at least all of next year to figure wow. it out, and then he's a bust. I wish I took your classes in, in school. Oh, you that, That's a very nice, lenient way to look at he's it. He's a third-round pick. You have to keep him around. Well, I like production. I like guys who score touchdowns. You don't touchdowns. just get rid of him. He's cheap. No, keep I, him around. I'm, I'm laying out for you the case that the Bears could possibly have seven other wide receivers before you get to Jones. Yeah, and you need like you need practice squad guys, you need all these people. You well, need he's all not going to be a practice squad guy. You'll you just cut you him. You just said you wanted to cut him. No, I'm saying like what? You're just going to keep him around on the practice squad? I'm keeping him around until I know for sure he's a bust and I won't know for sure that he's a bust until this time around this time next year. So the news today out of Hallis Hall, Chase Claypool with the knee injury, he did not practice. Justin Fields, he's sick. He did not practice, but he's day-to-day. Eberflus kind of made it seem like it's possible Fields could practice tomorrow, likely that he's going to play against the Eagles on Sunday. It's a tough game for for the Bears this weekend. Uh, Philly, arguably the best team in the NFL. You and I have looked at the Eagles four weeks now mm-hmm. as the best team in the league. Yeah, I think I've had them in my five up, five down since like week four as my number one team and have never looked back. The record says so. I mean, the stats say so. As a team that is number one in total DVOA, yes, that's right, the six twelve. you guys can take a drink. Uh, there's, they have the seventh best defense and the second best offense, and they're still get, they're getting healthier now. Like, they've had some injuries to have, that they've had to deal with, and now they're, they're getting healthier. And I think that you've seen, you know, I know you've talked about Jalen Hurts at length this week, and, and a lot of people have because that's who the Bears are playing, and that's who a lot of people are comparing Justin Fields to is that he just keeps getting better every single game, every single week. It seems like like he and he's now he's not the favorite, but he is a MVP contender so far this year. I think right now that Patrick Mahomes is still the favorite to win it, but Hurts should get a lot of consideration. We'll continue talking Bears football with you. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Abdallah, I also have a thought on the Bulls. They face off against the Knicks tonight at the UC. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you see the player list from the ringer today? Uh, listing off the top 100 players in the NBA. I'm going to sit this did, did you see the player list? Y'all dial them up. Did you see the list? Y'all uh, dial them up. Where did Zach Levine rank Y'all in the top 100 players on the ringer today? Let's find out together next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. And now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Abdallah Weeknight 6A right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Tonight on ESPN Television, the Chicago Bulls host the New York Knicks. Abdallah, do you remember back in the day when the Bulls and the Knicks were the hottest thing in sports? Hate the Knicks. The best rivalry hate, in sports? Hate the Knicks. It was the Chicago Bulls and the New York Knicks. I, I agree with you. I still hate the Knicks. The Knicks are probably still in my like grouping of most hated mm-hmm. teams as a fan. Even yeah. though the Bulls and the Knicks, the rivalry really hasn't been anything in the last 
you know, decade or so. Well, and what sucks too is as, as someone who wants to hate the Knicks the way I've always hated the Knicks, like I like Tom Thibodeau. I'm not going to root against Tom Thibodeau. Like I'll root against them tonight when they're playing the Bulls. I want the Bulls to win. Not I like Derrick Rose. I love Derrick Rose. It's tough to root against Derrick Rose. Absolutely love Derrick Rose. So like there, there are elements to the Knicks team that I like and that I, I will support. But as, a, as the name on the jersey, I don't like him. Heading into this game, the Knicks are the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference at 14 and 13. The Bulls right now are 11th. The Bulls at the moment are closer to the bottom of the league than they are the top of the league. The Bulls at the moment are tied for the sixth worst record in the NBA with Washington, uh, the Lakers, and also the Oklahoma City Thunder. There's only a few teams that are worse than the, the grouping that I just uh, labeled. But so tonight, Bulls and Knicks. Uh, the Bulls are getting back Alex Caruso in the starting lineup. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine. Patrick Williams will start tonight. And also Nikola Vucevic. So, so Bulls-Knicks used to be a hot ticket in town. Used to be a hot rivalry. We'll see if the Bulls can kind of try and fight their way back towards 500. The, the start of this season has been extremely disappointing because we, we talked about it at the start. This team had to get ahead of it. Uh, it didn't seem like this team was going to be able to get off to the great start that they did last season. And so it was going to be important for them to not bury themselves early schedule-wise and, and in the, the standings because I don't know if this team has a second gear, especially without Lonzo Ball. And then earlier today, Abdal, I saw this online. The Ringer put together the top 100 NBA players ranking. So, you know, every publication comes up with their own rankings. Uh, the NBA, ESPN, the ringer has their own now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the, the list. And it's a, okay, it's a fine list. Uh, the top of the board, you have Giannis, number one. Steph Curry, number two. Nikola Jokic, number three. Luka Doncic, four. Durant, five. Tatum, six. Embiid, seven. Anthony Davis, eight. Very high. LeBron James, nine. And Ja Morant, ten. That's your top ten. All right. I'm so okay. Yeah, there's. I mean, I could see there's not really too many arguments to be had, especially the way that Anthony Davis has played to this point this season. I would imagine at some point he's going to get injured and not be useful for the next year and a half. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, at the moment, playing very well, uh, good basketball, very efficient. You look down the list, and I said, okay, where's my uh, first bull? Where do you think we'll find our first Chicago bull on the list? Got any guesses? Oh, First Chicago I'm scrolling, Bull. I'm scrolling. I see who, it. Who do you think the name would be? Oh, well, I mean, listen, Max. it's got to be your Max player, right? No, it's DeMar DeRozan. Oh, well, he's the best player on the team. He so. is. Uh, so your best player comes in at 22, <laughs> uh, right behind Tyrese Halliburton with the Pacers at 21, and Brandon Ingram at 23. DeMar DeRozan is number 22 on the list. I say, okay, all right. DeRozan's 22. All right. All right. That's, where's that's fine. You know, on, on the list as, as we're going scrolling through, cause you see that, uh, Trey young is 19. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brown is 20. Damian Lillard is 18. Bro. Donovan Mitchell is at 17. I just, I just scrolled <laughs> Jimmy Butler at 16. And you say to yourself, oh, I wonder where, uh, you know, people from the outside looking in, where they view Zach Levine. Where do you think Zach Levine is on the list? And so we're at DeMar DeRozan at 22. And Abdallah has seen it. Uh, as you start I've seen scrolling. Where he is. I've seen who's ahead of him. Yeah. And Bulls fans are going to have a heart attack. So as you scroll, like, first of all, 
you know, every every person who calls a radio a sports radio station wants to tell you how much Draymond Green sucks. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Green is at 33. Okay. Uh, Ru- Rudy Gobert at 34. Yeah. DeJounte Murray at 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Beal is at 36. I'm looking around. I'm like, do they, do they do forget, they forget? About Max is, Levine? Did you where, scroll past him? Where, is he maybe top five and you just scrolled yeah, past him? Yeah, maybe, maybe he's top three. Let, okay. me, let me double check that. Nope, it, what, he's what's not. the top three? No. Uh, so we're looking for Zach Levine. Okay. I'm like squinting like my eyes Beale's, thinking that I'm, I'm seeing the wrong thing. Bradley Beal's not even that egregious. Keep going. And then we get to number 38, <laughs> Lowry Marketing. <laughs> number 39, Andrew Wiggins, which I would agree that Wiggins is a better player. And number 40, Zach Levine for the Chicago Bulls. That's right. Age 27, season nine, a max contract player for the Chicago Bulls. The ringer is ranking him as the 40th best player in the league. (laughs) Now, for years, we have taken phone calls from Bulls fans. Yeah who only watch Bulls games. And they tried to tell us that Zach is a top 15 player, Mm -hmm. that he is a top star in the league. Superstar. Zach is proving to us that we're right on this. Zach right now averaging 21.8 points per game. He's giving you four assists per four rebounds per game. He's playing 22 games this season, 34 minutes a night. Zach is ranked on the ringer at number 40th (laughs) behind Lowry marketing. <laughs> Dude, he's so low that like, you know that game that they play that it gets annoying every once in a while that who he play for. If yes. you if you were like if you played who he play for for OG Anunobi, I would be like uh, You wouldn't know that one? The Kings? You wouldn't know the Toronto Raptors? The Kings? He's a part of uh, all of the wing players that the Raptors have that have the wingspan of like 7 plus feet each. The Kings? OG Anunobi. Of course. Well, I mean, Brooke Lopez is 42. Well, yeah, Brooke Lopez, I know. Brooke, Brooke Lopez. Lopez. I mean, he's 34 years old. Dude, Mikel Bridges is 44. Like, this is this is an indictment on Max Levine, right? 100%. Like, the, the fact that he says, feel-good developmental story of a scorer. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, but but this doesn't this uh, Dude, give a, a old larger... Old Man River <laughs> is 22nd, and I love DeMar DeRozan. The dude is old man River out there. We're, we're playing playing 2003 basketball from the mid-range. And the dude is 22nd in the league. Okay, so so zoom out for a second. This is why we continued to say, if you didn't move Zach two years ago when he was at his highest point as far as value goes, mm-hmm. you needed to get something back. Why? Because he's not a number one star in the league. And at some point, you were going to have to pay him a max contract. That's just the way it works. Yeah. And what happened? They didn't do anything. They waited. He played better last year. Credit him for that. He was in a contract season. Interesting. The numbers dip. People are going to go back to the knee. All right. He's healthy. He's cleared. He's out there. You got to perform. There are other players around the league who are not 100, 100% healthy, ready to go, who are out there performing. And Zach... Just looks like a guy that's just standing on the side waiting for the ball when DeRozan is dominating everything in the fourth quarters. And and this is why, like, going big uh, big view on this whole situation, this is why the Bulls are where they're at. This is why they're 11th in the conference. They're fight, fighting against the Knicks tonight. The Knicks have a better record 
They're sixth in the conference. And this is why there's no enthusiasm for this team because this was a botched deal from the start. Zach should have been traded years ago when his value was at its highest because this group that they have collected together right now, they're not going to win anything. Mm -hmm. Like the only way that this ends is I would imagine as we head towards January and February and the trade deadline, they're going to have to trade DeRozan and they're going to have to trade other pieces and they're going to have to try and rebuild a rebuild. And that's the way this is going. This is the direction this team is heading. Well, it's a problem. And, you know, now you've seen why you have guys from The Ringer and from other publications and even Charles Barkley, who said it to Waddle and Sylvie last week, that it's time to blow this up, that it's time to find some, either find someone who's willing to take a bunch of these players. Maybe someone will take Zach. And if not, then you just trade everyone and build around Zach. But you have to find a number one. You don't have a true number one star. You don't have it. And look at who who is winning championships. Superstars. Superstars win championships. Not an accumulation of players. Not, uh, all right, you have the 22nd best player, the 40th best player, and maybe, you know, like Io turns into a top 100 player, maybe. And then you've got, like, maybe Pat Williams turns into something. And then maybe you add some shooting in the offseason. And, the, like, even with, if they would have, like, what would they have been, a, been able to add in this offseason that would have put them over the edge? There's not a lot. And don't blame this all on Lonzo Ball being healthy. This is not on Lonzo Ball not being healthy. Because what does he add? A few threes a night? Like, he makes the offense uh, flow a little better from the from He's the a much perimeter. better defensive player. He's so, much better, yes. But so he also the defense can overall, And, like, when the, when the team was really rolling last year, it was because of the defense that uh, Lonzo and Caruso, their pressure up top was creating situations in the fast break. And then also, offensively, being able to flow the basketball to find the open man and to move it and to shoot threes. Mm-hmm. That it, it added. It certainly added. I'm not saying that – I agree with you. It's not the end-all, be-all, though. Lonzo coming back is not going to take this team to a top three team in the East. That's just not going to ha- not going to be how it works. No. And like honestly, the the reality is the the max player on the team needs to get better. That's the answer. The mm-hmm. answer is Zach Levine needs to play better basketball, mm-hmm. and he can't choke in crunch time because that's a part of the issue too. Is he's not as good when the ma- the minutes matter, and that's why it's always been something where we could be skeptical about him and his game is that there's a lot of empty calories there. There's a lot of he's good when the game's not close. He's good when things don't matter. He's good on a last place team. Well, you got to win some basketball games out. They've put everything together to try and win. And it's not working. good when they're blowing bad teams out. Like they'll put up 40 a night when they're blowing out bad teams. They are a good defensive team right now. They're top 10 defensively right now. But you need to score. It's a scoring league. You need to score. I just, I saw that this morning and I like... I, I'm scrolling through and I see DeRozan at 22 and I'm like, all right, yeah, that's, I would imagine that's like usually the the range that Zach gets categorized in, right? Like Zach's mm-hmm. usually with the De- the um, Donovan Mitchells yeah. and uh, those type of players, Trey Young, Jalen Brown. He should be where DeRozan <sighs> is and DeRozan should be where he is. Like that's, that's if you, if you would have told me he's a, they, the ringer put out their rankings and Zach Levine is a top 20 player. I would be like, that's, that's where he should be, but he's not right now. 40th. Bulls in the Knicks dude, tonight. Lowry, Lowry Markin's ahead of him. Lowry Markin's ahead of him, yes. Pedometer, Lowry Markin. Yes. You and I. Steps. You and I roasted yes. Lowry Markin for getting his steps in when he was a bull. Yeah. And oh, yeah. he's ranked higher? 
I didn't see it. Did you see where uh, Damian Lillard is on the list, Abdal? Did you by chance see that where where uh, Lillard is scrolling? Did you see where he, what he did the other night? He was pretty good the other night, right? He's, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, yeah, Dame scrolling. time, eighteen. He's, oh, really? But Zach's right 40th. behind Donovan Mitchell. Oh, and right ahead of Trey Young. Oh, so and, and Zach is fortieth. All right. You are listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN One Thousand. Chicago's home for sports. When you're at home, don't miss Black and Abdallah. Tell your smart speaker to, to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Alex Caruso's in the starting lineup for the Bulls tonight. Io DeSumo will not play. Jalen Brunson is available for the Knicks. Bulls and Knicks tonight. Abdallah, do you have the FanDuel game of the night? I do. The FanDuel game of the night is brought to you, obviously, by FanDuel. Use promo code Abdallah, A-B-D-A-L-L-A, for no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000. If you lose, you'll get it back in site credit. Just use that promo code. I'm glad you mentioned uh, Jalen Brunson being back because the defense is 16.6 points better with him on the floor out there as a defender. And same with Alex Caruso. They get Alex Caruso. They're good for that. So I'm going with the under in this game. It is 226. I'm going to go with under. Also, uh, the Bulls rank dead last in NBA three-point shooting, oh. and the Knicks are 19th, so uh, not great uh, by both those teams. So we're going to go with under 226 for this FanDuel game of the night. You can watch the game uh, on ESPN television tonight. We were talking about the uh, future of the team and how it seems like it's going nowhere. Uh, Tyler Aki is producing tonight's show, and, and he's listening to the ESPN broadcast while we're discussing the Bulls here on the station. And what what did Woj say about Lonzo Ball's health? Oh, so no. Woj was on Countdown saying that there is no guarantee that we will see Lonzo Ball this season, and the Bulls oh. are hoping to have an answer as to whether or not he is going to play this season by the All-Star break. Jeez. And a lot of it could be contingent on whether or not they are still in the playoff picture. Yeah, and that's a fair point Mm. to make. And that's what Woj just said on ESPN television moments ago. And the Bulls right now, they're not in the playoff picture. They're 11-15. and They're the 11th seed. Uh, So the way it works is you got to get into those playing games. Uh, You got to be seeds 7 through 10. And at the moment, they are a full game behind the Miami Heat for that 10th spot. And tonight's a tough game against the New York Knicks, and the Knicks are sixth in the East. Remember when I got yelled at for saying they wouldn't make the playoffs? Yeah, I I did think you were wrong. Hmm. I thought you were wrong with that assessment. Hmm. Right now, you're right. Sir, take a victory lap. You want an early well, it's lap? Early. No, no, no. You want to go early. take a lap? And take plan, a lap outside. The plan it's raining. It's, yeah, the, go outside for a while. The plan is not the playoffs. Just be clear. You yeah, have the, to win the play-in game right. to qualify for the playoffs. To qualify for the playoffs, you have to be the official 7th or 8th seed. Because you go back into the lottery yeah. if you lose, which means you didn't make the playoffs. Nick and Skokie, you're on ESPN 1000. What's Nick. up, Nick? And I just, um, I wish I was there. We could bro-hug this out right now because <laughs> you are 150,000% correct. I remember specifically, I listen to you guys every night on my way home from work. And I remember... Abdallah having a conversation with a caller specifically, and the caller said to him, if we don't get Zach, then we're going to get nobody. We have to sign Zach. And Abdallah said, then you don't get nobody. Who cares? Like, you'd rather not get anybody and give out this contract than to sign someone who's going to put you in a position where a guy that doesn't play defense and he can't stay healthy in terms of the knee. I remember the conversation like it was yesterday, and I called right after that guy, and then me and that guy had a back and forth <laughs> that night. 
I remember and this. I remember that. I remember yeah. this, Nick. Yeah. And, and Abdallah was like, Nick, go ahead. And then and we went back and forth. And now here we are, Mag's contract for number 40. Now, I understand that, like, every every news article or every magazine is going to have their own publication. I sure, get it. Sure. But I'm almost positive that if you ask around, it's not like he's going to be top five in one person's list and then 40 on another. No. You overpaid. And one thing I told the gentleman... I, who answered the phone? Whoever that guy is, he's an Nick. absolute sweetheart. Yeah. Nicest guy. Um, but this is it. Sylvie said they're going to be in basketball purgatory, and here they are. They are going to be the 8th, 9th, 7th, 10th, 11th team in the East until they blow it up and do it the way it should have been done from the beginning. Yeah, Nick, and good call. And, and Nick, before you go, the one thing I would say yeah. is wait, what I find interesting about a list done by a national publication like The Ringer is – if Abdallah and I sat down and we came up with yeah. our top 50 players and yeah. I placed Zach Levine at number 40, people yeah. would lose their minds. They would be so upset. Black, you're a hater. You've never liked Zach right. Levine, this, that, exactly. and the other. And it's like, no, I'm watching other players who are better and contributing to wins, and Zach doesn't do that. But yet, when you see it from a national scope and it's like, hold up, other people think the same thing that we're seeing? It's pretty I'm telling. I honestly think that, you know, the the city drink of Chicago, the Chicagoland area should be Kool-Aid because it's the one thing that people drink more than anything else in the city. Forget Thanks. Starbucks. Everybody drinks Kool-Aid. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Nick. Take care, guys. Nick and Skokie, as we're talking bulls with you here on ESPN 1000. Can I do a PSA for my fellow producers here over here behind the glass? Sure. Or, or, uh, this is a, if, if this was a, if we were doing Cap and J-Ho to be sidebar, can I approach? Guys, sign uh, my ball. The Travis Scott's just went live on the uh, website, Travis Scott's website. So Ooh. if you want to sign up for the raffle from Travis Scott, uh, shop.travisscott.com, make sure you sign up for the raffle. Okay? It's us versus the bots tonight, it is. boys. It's us versus the Travis Scott bots. Is he, is he not canceled anymore? In it together. He was never canceled. He was never canceled. What, I, wasn't there a whole concert thing? Your guy was canceled. Travis Scott was never canceled. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I misread the news clippings then. I, I thought that there was a whole issue there. He didn't crush those people. I thought he encouraged people he to continue. He did not encourage it. He wasn't like, yeah, jump on him. I don't know. Go go check Stop the tape. on his face. Yeah. Check I've, the tape there. No, I've seen the tape. Ah, check the tape. I've seen the tape. Check the tape. Chase on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Black? What's going on? What's up, Chase? Oh what do you got there, oh, Chase? Dude, tell me when you're going to do that. <laughs> hey, hey. Hello. Abdallah. Chase. What is up, Abdallah? Hello, my friend. Chase. Abdallah, what is up, man? All right, Chase. Come on, let's go. Hey, All right, what do you got? Hey, Bulls hey, thoughts? What do you have? Come on. Let's go. Act hey, alive. Hey, let's go. Come on, hey, Chase. Okay, so Abdallah. Yes. Why, why are you... You are so hard on the Bulls. Like, I understand why you've been hard on the Bulls. Why you... I don't like them at, at all no more. I but like I the Bulls. I want them that, to be right? good. I'd like to root for a good team again. Well, I, I can just tell you this much right now, right? They are more closer to a rebuild than they are a championship contender as of right now. 1,000% they are. Um, so, I mean, but the problem is, is that you can't blow it up because if you blow it up... Why not? You, you know... Well, because think about it. They're not going to get that fourth pick because if that fourth pick, I mean, the worst they can get is because they sort of like the Bears from five years or four years ago where they're not bad and they're not bad enough. No, they could if they top. trade away pieces. If you trade away Levine. They've got the sixth you, worst you, record yeah, in the yeah, league. Yeah. Yeah, but, you but, could, so yeah, so yeah, but yeah so you would do all that like, like Sylvie said earlier. 
we, like I think Sylvie said this a lot of times. He said, yeah, you're going to do all that just to drop another Wendell Carters and Larry Markinens and Colby Whites and Patrick Williamses and Denzel Valentines and, and uh, 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 you know, he driving these drafting these mediocre players, Larry Markinen. I mean, it's like we, you're doing all this just to pick seventh again and draft bad players. I mean, where are you going then? It's like you, you back then you're going back to the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, Hoodie say all the time, I would rather be, I, you would rather be this than be the Charlotte Hornets or the Orlando Magic because he's rebuilding every year. I mean, that's not going to always be the case. I feel like, I feel like there is a path the Bulls can maybe not be a championship team right now, but at least be in that fourth, fifth spot in the East, I would say try your best to add some shooting. If they could add a shooting like somebody like Jay Crowder, if they was to add a guy like Jay Crowder, that would actually improve their team and add, because I know they're talking about Lonzo, and I honestly, truth, I don't think Lonzo's ever playing again. That's just my fact. I think Lonzo's career is over with. Is it are we safe to say that? Can you mark this down and say, Lonzo, man, I never play a game, a game again? Like, All right, we'll mark you down for that. When he plays a game, you have to call back and apologize. I'll call apologize. But as of right now, the way things stand, I don't think we're ever – this is starting to remind me of Brandon Roy all over again. This is starting to remind me – this is the same thing I heard about Brandon Roy. Chase, are you, are you amped up for tomorrow morning? Are you going to call in at 9 o'clock and uh, tell Cap to take that? I haven't had no issues with Cap. I he, actually, me and him have never. Yeah, are you kidding me? They're best friends. Oh, really? You They're guys... the only two people left in the Trubisky fan club. Oh, that's yeah, right. They're best, like their best yeah, friends. Hey, call call hey, and tell him that hey, you love hey, his Trubisky Adela. thoughts. Yeah. Adela, who would you rather? Adela, who would you rather play quarterback? Zach Levine or Mr. Trubisky? Oh, Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> See? Yeah, it's right, that, Zach. That, right. Uh, that's the answer. Okay. Right, Chase? Adela, why do you hate Trubisky so much? Why do you Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. We have the song of the night coming up in just a moment. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. I got the Bulls the number one pick. How'd you do that? I simmed the lottery 40 times. Oh, on your computer there? On my computer, on Tankathon. And so as right, of right out, now... Out of the 40, how many did you get the number one? Just the, just the one. Oh, you only need that one time though. I know. So as of right now, the way the standings are, the Bulls have a 20.3% chance to be top four, and they have a 4.5% chance to get the number one overall pick. Well, that's not good enough. No. And the 20% chance to get top four is notable because if you don't get top four, times, yeah. the pick goes to the magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, 20% to get top four. That's not great. No, it's not. Eddie in Hanover Park. Eddie, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, how you doing? I just want to call and rant about Zach Levine on why I'm not a Bulls fan anymore. Yes, and sir. And he's the reason why. Wow. He's definitely, yeah, definitely he's the reason why. And I'm a diehard Bulls fan, or was, you know, uh, when Jordan, Rodman, Derrick Rose, and Car- even with Carlos Boozer. But, I Cartwright? mean, man. Were you a Zach Cartwright fan? Uh, yeah, yeah, back in yeah, that's old. Yeah, I was around like 10 years old, you know. Good. But still, but still, they they had it. They had it right. 
this Zach Levine guy, he's sucking up all the money. This guy, you just blow right past him and just he'll let you shoot and score. Uh, he's he's uh, he's the reason why I'm not a Bulls fan anymore. And I think they just wasted a lot of money. I think they now need to hire Otawa and put him in the front room so he can make make some good, you know, better decisions than what the Bulls have I'm had. An excellent scout. Because this, <laughs> I agree, man. Because this Zach Levine was a waste of money, man. He's just. That's, I mean, hey, I'm, you know, I didn't, I didn't go from, like, the Bulls or the Lakers. I went from the Bulls or the Celtics, so where they played some good defense. And, and Zach Levine, man, he's just, I, I don't know. I, I don't, if this is bad to say, i trade him for Russell Westbrook, you know, just put him with the Lakers, you know, let him fall over there. At least we know what Russell Westbrook, he sucks, you know. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. Just Zach, Zach Levine is just the reason why. Uh, I'm not a Bulls fan. I think uh, the ringer number 40. I think that's a little too high. You should probably <laughs> put him at like 50, like 50 or 60 because he he just he, he can shoot, 60. he can score, but but this 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 is Chicago, man. You got to play defense. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm with you, Eddie. Real- how, how did you? So you went from being a Bulls fan to a Celtics fan? Come on, no no yeah. Chicagoan is a fan of a Boston team. Yeah, come on, get out of here, come on, Eddie. I'm What's that about? I, I will, hey, you know what? Back in the days when the truth was still with the Celtics and Kobe was playing against them, you know, I was rooting for the truth. I was rooting for the Celtics. Yeah, don't you know, tell and people the way these guys, the, I'm with hey, Eddie. The, the way these guys, the way these guys play defense, man, that's the real deal. That's what we need in Chicago. You had the and big this, ticket, man, You had Kevin Garnett. Man, that, yeah, yeah. But also, man, when we had Tom Thibodeau and the Bulls, man, we were all about that defense. Who all dang? I mean, we had defense locked down and. Sure. And just to see the way these guys are going, hey, you know, Billy Donovan, man, no offense, but, man, you got to you gotta, Not for you gotta nothing. these guys up. Yeah. Exactly, man. This defense is just horrible, and they're just, they're just playing, playing the score. They're not playing to stop the ball. So, All right, we anyways, got you down, man, Eddie. Appreciate the phone call. Thanks a lot, guys. I'll talk. All right, there's Eddie in I'll Hanover Park. I'll, I'll tell you, my, no. The, did you did you catch what he said? I said Abdallah is going to be in the front office. No, he he didn't say that. He he said, and it's only something that someone would say here in Chicago, is that you're not going to be in the front office. You're going to be in the front room. The front room. Uh, because here in Chicago, we don't have the front office. We have the, the front room. The front room. Uh, so Abdallah will easy. join the front it's room easy. of the it's Chicago easy. Bulls. That's that's what it's going to be. I'm in the front room, and I'm. <laughs> I'm greeting everybody at the yes. door. Yeah, you're in the front room. And I'm telling everybody, hey, blow this up. I got my eye on a player. That's how you know it's a Chicago call. Wimbanyama. Front room. Yeah. Instead of the uh, front office. I think he I just has it. me as the greeter. Yeah, you're going to be there. He's me working security yeah. at the door. Absolutely. Uh, each night around 6.50, we play for you the song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song. Fate the Planet. California. Song is from 2001. It's your Song of the Night. We've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one. California, here we come Right back where we started from Well, hustlers, grab your guns Your shadow weighs a ton Driving down the 101 California, here we come Right back where we started from California California. 
Why are we listening to Phantom Planet? Uh, well, today is a bit of a stretch, Abdallah. It's quite uh, the stretch. So if you go with us on this one, the feature film, Orange County. Yes. The soundtrack was released on this date back in 2001, December of 2001. The soundtrack for Orange County was out, and this song was featured on said soundtrack. You wanted to talk about Orange County, the film featuring yeah, Jack Black. Yeah, but I Black. wanted to use Foo Fighters. <laughs> well, we've, we've had a lot of Foo Fighters songs. Uh, but notably, Colin Hanks, Jack Black from the film. And then also, uh, this was the opening credit song for the show, The O.C. on Fox. Another fun fact about this band is yes. that their drummer at the time, he's no longer their drummer, but from 1994 to 2003, and he co-wrote this song, is Jason Schwartzman. And if you don't know who Jason Schwartzman is, look him up. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy. I didn't know that. From that Bill Murray movie. Yeah, the one, from other uh, movies. What was it? Uh, Rushmore or Rushmore, something? Rushmore. He was in Rushmore. Yeah. He had a Tenenbaums? show on HBO. Was he in I don't know Tenenbaums? if he was in, I don't know how many of the, uh, what's the director's names movie that he's been in? Uh, it's not Paul Thomas Anderson. It's, uh, he does everything in like the single frame. Yeah. You know who it is. You know who it is. Um, and so, Wes yeah. Anderson. Wes Anderson. Thank you, Nick. Wes Anderson. And so I've seen this band play before, unfortunately, and he was their drummer. And I was like, <laughs> Jason Schwartzman. I know that. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman's their drummer. He co-wrote this song. I mean, how, how can you not love Sandy Cohen from the OC? Dude, Peter Gallagher, he was fantastic. I never obsession with this show, with this Wait, teen soap opera. You, you didn't concern yourself with Ryan Atwood and Marissa Cooper? I, I did not. Seth Cohen? Did who, not. Who are you into more, Marissa or Summer? Which one's the uh, brunette? Summer. Summer. <laughs> I think most people were summer. Summer no, guys. No, she wasn't like the main one, right? No. Okay, she was yeah. the friend. Yeah, summer. summer. Phantom Planet, California. It's your song of the night. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. We'll be back in two minutes. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.